Okay, ready? Oh, it's yeah. recording. Hello. Wait, what? It's going Wait, just start over. Just start over. No, yeah, the new recording is starting. Oh, well, hello, friends. Hi. Sorry. Welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Sorry, this is our second time recording because um, the recording paused. Hello. So, if you can hear my laptop, just ignore that. It's because I put a pillow over my laptop to make it be quiet, and then also Maybe a towel. Just smothering his pillow. Yeah, but it must have pressed something to like pause it. So whatever, oh. um, and that that's fine. And whatever, sense. it's cool. Um, we're back. We were gone last weekend. You guys, sorry. We were sorry. I was on a road trip, and uh, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of road trips. I love seeing my family, just not a fan of road trips. Yes, Latifa is anti-road trip, um, but I think road trips are kind of fun. I think they're kind of fierce. I, I guess it depends on who you go with. That's true. I think if I was, like, if we were to go on a road trip, one, I'd be terrified of my life because Calvin driving is terrifying. Um, Bitch, better than Gary. That he, Gary he, doesn't drive. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not a valid argument. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, because like our twelve hour, it was like twelve thirteen hours to Ohio from Minnesota, and um, on the way there, I took a sequel, so I slept like eighty percent of the way, so it wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, when we came back, I love my family. Don't get me wrong, and I maybe it's just me, maybe it's not, but I feel like five intensive days with just your family, and like you're driving there with your family, you get there and you're still hanging out with your family. Anything you go out and do is just with more family, and then you come home to your Airbnb, and it's still family, and like you're never by yourself. So I don't, I don't even think it was like the family aspect. I think it's just because I was never alone. Like I was never just by myself, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I was like drawn out. Like Tuesday, I think we gone out Halloween for like my gal's friend's birthday, and we're back at like ten ish, ten thirty, eleven. Bitch, I passed out and I slept till noon. Like I was so done. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I can't. But yeah, that was uh, that was my last weekend. My cousin got married. It was a good time. It was a beautiful ceremony and wedding. Um, my cousin look, my cousin is the one that got married. But his mom is also my, his my second cousin. But my cousin, his mom is my cousin, um, and she looked fierce. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like she looked better than everybody else at the wedding, excluding the bride, because the bride always looks like very glowy and like the groom. Um, my husband or my husband, my cousin was the groom. Um, but yeah, his mom looks sickening, and I was like, she did that. Good for her. Oh, your cousin was a groom? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's nice. Yeah, so it was a good you... time. I got really drunk. I was going to say, I was going to go into this new question, which is, how turnt are we getting at a wedding? Um, You don't drink, but you'll throw ass. So I, mean, I know, that's what I'm saying. Turnt. It's like, how how appropriate are we dancing? Like, am I shaking my ass or no? Okay, like so this is there. this is my porch. This is my take on like weddings. Like when I end up getting married, whenever that may be, um, I want <laughs> like the first hour, hour and a half of the reception to be like the cute little line dances, the like family appropriate music, and like you get all the grandmas and grandpas and like the aunties and uncles, and they have a good time, you know. And then there's like a countdown clock, or there's some shit, and then it hits like. 9 30 and we throw an ass we <laughs> ratchet ass music it's gonna get real ignorant in this bitch and we throw an ass and we having a great ass time like that's my ideal reception was it like that no oh 
my cousin came up to me and was literally like, this DJ is not playing the music that I asked him to. And it's hilarious because the whole weekend I was like, my cousin, um, he married um, a woman from the Midwest, so she's white um, Mm -hmm. and he's black. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to hear some like classic Closing time. Time Did they play that? I think they did. Oh my God. They would. I feel like that was the last song. Um, but yeah, I was like, bitch, I'm gonna fucking hear Sweet Carolina. I don't want to fucking hear it. And for those who I sent this video to already, maybe I'll post it. I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing. But, um, they played Sweet Carolina and I was so drunk by that point that I was like having the time of my life and I'm just like fucking punching the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but I don't know. I have a good time. It, it's more so who you're with than like the music in my opinion, but I they didn't play any Renaissance. They played No Meg the Stallion. Oh Miguel my God. Them, yeah. Miguel asked them to play um, Bad Bunny and they played Mia, the song with Drake, yeah. which we'll get into the whole Drake thing later. Um, and then my cousin asked them to play the Renaissance album and they played a song from Lemonade. And I was like, this motherfucker don't know shit. So, yeah, that's where you have to really sit down with your DJ and be like, this, 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 or whatever. Absolutely. Because like... <clears throat> Yeah, I want to have a, to the time of my life. But that was, like, the most fun I've had, like, dancing and, like, going out dancing in, like, a really, really long time. So I was very thankful for that. And, like, it was really nice. I look fierce. Everybody looked fierce. Um, fierce. Yeah. Slay. Um, <laughs> what? How was your Halloween weekend? <laughs> it was good. I was going to say, um, the only thing I'm scared about at a wedding is, uh fights are we oh, gonna girl. get are we gonna get too drunk when people start fighting is my is my no because you don't invite people who would fight like no shade no tea but there are people in the family that weren't invited to this wedding for that very reason really yeah girl we'll talk about that off air but yes okay, <laughs> okay. i don't want to expose my family that much on here but okay no shade no tea but yeah there are people that weren't invited because of um some differences yeah well, I'm just thinking about my brother's wedding coming up uh, one day. Do you day. think that people in your family would fight, though? Um, I mean, I don't know her family. Oh, true. I've never met. I've never met her family. I mean, um, I feel like they have to like Ethan. I feel like did Ethan ask for like permission for like her hand in marriage or whatever? Um, I think so. Then I'm sure that they'll be fine. Yeah, but I'm saying that's like okay. Well, how are we going to um? How are we gonna be on the dance floor? Because they've never met our our we we've never met each other before. Um. That's why I'm like, mm, am I gonna shake my ass oh, or am I just gonna be? Oh my gosh, where person? is their wedding gonna be? Is their wedding gonna be here? Or is it gonna be in Tennessee? I think it's gonna be in Tennessee. Oof. Well, you might have to be careful then. Like, if it was here and like you're on your home turf and like it's fine, I'd be like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But like, I Same. came from out of town, so I didn't know any of those people. But I was like, I'm not gonna see you anyway. So. <laughs> like, I'm I'm yeah. <laughs> um Okay. Let's get into our um Oh, my Halloween weekend was fine. Um so what is that one character from that one thing? I saw a picture. I didn't go anywhere. But yes I did oh, my makeup. Did <laughs> um so that weekend I spent <clears throat> oh my hello. I spent Friday at home. Dog sitting, 
I said I wasn't going to babysit the dog, and here I am babysitting a fucking dog. Oh, my God. Um, and, oh, yeah, um, do you even tell them that you got a dog? Do we know? Do we I did them? not get a dog. Oh, okay, well. My roommate so got a dog. My roommate got a puppy. A golden doodle. And, um. I fucking hate it. I, I don't hate it. I just know that, like, I will never love the dog. And I, like, won't come up to it and, like, have it cuddle with me and stuff. Um, because I think that's just, like, weird. I don't know. We're just not dog people. Yeah. Like, I'll pet it and I'll be nice to it. And sometimes it's cute, but I will never, I know in my heart that I will never love the dog, like, how my roommate will love the dog or like a, love it like a child or like a real baby. Well, it's so. his dog. So, I mean, like, he's the one that wanted the dog. So, I guess it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. But even with my ducks, I'm like, Ugh. it's cute in the beginning. I'm like, fuck you guys. It's like, fly away, please. We're just not pet people. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, so, I spent Friday. Oh, my God. There that bitch is. Yeah. I spent Friday night um, babysitting the dog because my roommate went um, to a rave. <laughs> of course. So I had to be, which I specifically said I wasn't going to do, and then I was like, "Here I am doing it." Um, and then I think it's so ironic that your roommate wants a dog when he's like home fifty percent of the time. Yeah, because <laughs> I heard him talking about how he wanted to go to a rave with my friends, and I was like, "Oh, oh with his friends," and I was like, "Oh no," because um, he has a friend that has a dog and can babysit a dog, but you you can't. She has a dog, so um, they can't, like, have the puppy with the dog because, like, there could be disease spreading because he hasn't had his second vaccine or whatever. So it's going to be a while until, like, she can have other people babysit the dog or whatever. So I got the dog. I'm scared because uh, Latifah's brother, Tony, has a dog that is the same breed, and that bitch is huge. Yeah, he's, like, doubled in size, tripled in size over the last couple months, Yeah. So I did some research, and I found the farm that uh, Colby, which is the dog's name, was from. And the mom looks small, and the dad's ugly. Period. But they look smaller than Calcifer, which is Tony's dog. And so that's like a little rant that I had, because there's no stand... If you look at... Did I send you a picture of the mom? Yeah. Okay, she looks nothing like Calcifer. Like, they look like two completely different breeds. Like, it's so confusing. She might be like a miniature, though. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what's going on because there's no standard. So it's a mix between a, a golden retriever and a poodle. Yeah. Um, And so I'm like... Okay, oh. also, did you know that there's a difference between a yellow lab and a golden retriever? I thought they were like the same fucking dog. Yeah. Oh, I don't understand dog breeds though. So like, I'm also <laughs> just like because I think golden retrievers have longer hair. I think that's exactly what it is, and I didn't know oh, that because okay. Miguel's dog is a yellow lab, but they're like, no, he's not a golden retriever because he has short hair. I'm like, I don't you just get a haircut. Like, I don't know. Like, what? Yeah, I'm like, it's a dog. So I don't even call the dog the Kobe. I call him dog. <laughs> I'm like dog. I'll be like dog. Get off of me, dog. Stop. Stopped, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's no standardization of the breed, so they all look different. Like, if you get a Shiba Inu, it looks like a Shiba Inu, and it's, you should get expected to be around the same size, because it's a purebred, but this is, like, 
The mom. It's not that. The mom is a golden. Uh, the mom is a golden doodle. The dad is a golden doodle. They look completely different. The puppy, the dog, is a golden doodle. He looks like a mix between his mom and dad. But then, if you look at Calcifer, he looks completely different to Calcifer too. So I have to stomp on the dog when I have the chance because it's gonna grow up to be big, maybe. Um, but I am gonna stomp him. Calvin's currently looking for new places of residence to escape having a dog. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um. Let, yeah. So let's get into our um. Purr and snaps and rants and stuff. Part and snap. Okay, my part and snap kind of was. The road trip, like, I had a really great time on the family road trip, and the wedding was a lot of fun. Like I said, I looked fierce the whole time. My family was like, when did you get a butt? And I was like, y'all are rude. Stop talking about me and my weight. Classic. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, it was a really fun time. It was nice to have, like, my whole family hanging out with, well, yeah, like, my family hanging out with, like, the entire family. Um, We haven't seen my dad's extended family since, like, my uncle's funeral last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was also my cousin's birthday weekend or her pre-birthday weekend. Her birthday was like this past Wednesday. So like it was nice to be able to celebrate and like do all that. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun time. Like I wish that we had more family weddings. Like the last wedding before this was like 25 years ago that I've been to. Well, that I would have gone to. Like I've never been to a family wedding. Um, Are you guys all around the same age? See, Ish. and that's the thing. Like, I have cousins that are around my age, but a lot of them are just very, like, just not in relationships or not getting married. Or I have cousins who just had, like, small weddings. Um, so it wasn't, like, a big event. So this mm-hmm. is, like, the first big wedding that we've had. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty lit. But, yeah, that was my purr and snap. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. What's your purr and snap? Um, my first step is that um, tomorrow I'm going to drop my car off to get rewrapped. Um, oh, you did decide to rewrap it. I put that in the thing because I was like, I want a car update. I haven't heard anything. Oh, yes. Car guy. Per. Um, so I took off all the pink, you guys. I don't know if I told the story, but like, yeah, I dented my hood. So I took off my hood and I bought a new hood. Um, and now it's on my car. And so I'm going to rewrap it to be black. Um, I'm going to drop it off at this kid's house tomorrow that I found off of Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Period. Um, and uh, he seems to be a nice guy. He's just like some kid that's doing it out of his house. Um, and I was like, mm, should I do that? But you trust that, though? Yeah, that's what I, I was initially afraid of. I was like, he's just doing it out of his house. Like, could he just steal my car or whatever? Um, but I met him yesterday after work. Um, and he seems to be, like, a nice kid. He used to work at, um, a car shop that does this. And then he decided to actually just, you know, make his own or do it on, uh, for himself. Um, because he could be making more money that way. Um, it'll cost $1,400. Which is, which is, um, I think that's a good price. Because the, uh, that includes the, buying the wrap itself. I bought my wrap. that's true. I bought my wrap um, online, the pink one, and that cost around $600, $700. Um, and that was just only for the wrap. Hey. So it's a good price for me. Plus he's going to sand um, a little bit of what needs to be sanded. Um, and then also 
I said if you could figure out how to put my lip on, um, that would be ideal. Because I also bought a carbon fiber lip. Um, so it should be done sometime next week, you guys. Slay! And um, also, I chose to go with him because I went to a custom auto body shop and they quoted me $3,000. Yikes. Yeah, and so for $3,000, I could actually get my car painted. Um, but then I was like, you know what, I'll just branch out and choose to go to a small business. I mean, it's just like Are you doing... Sorry, are you doing pink again? I'm doing black. Oh. Yeah, because, um... Matte black? Like like high gloss. Glossy black. Oh, bitch, yes. Poor guy. So I will show you guys when it's done, but I'm very excited. I have to use my, um, roommate's car the next week. Um, so that's why I'm not complaining too much about, uh, having to watch a dog. (laughs) Oh, fair. Yeah, Yeah, because does your roommate work from home? Because they don't go to the office too often, do they? He goes to the office Tuesday and Thursday. So I have to drop him off Tuesday and and Thursday, but that's really it. Oh, well, that's nice. That's nice of him. Yeah, Slay, thanks. Shout out out to you, roommate. Thanks. Um, That's lit. Rants? Rants. My rant is also the road trip. I know I kind of already (laughs) went over it. Okay. Outside of spending time with my family, I was just, I was so exhausted from, like, being with people 24-7, and, like, I don't know, like, I don't, that was the first time, I think, my parents, Tony, Miguel, and my, and Tony's girlfriend were, like, all in the same house for, Mm -hmm. like, an extended period of time, and so, like, trying to do anything, like, we all have very different personalities, my parents were like, let's go to this restaurant, and we went, and it was, like, this taco place, it was so gross, like, it wasn't good, and, like, I'm one to be very open and, like, honest about how I'm feeling about things. And apparently that was, that came off as very rude. Um, but I was like, okay. From who? Who said that? So that was rude? Yeah. My entire family. Oh, um, okay. Slay. But period. I was just, it was rude. I was, I could have toned it back, but I also was like, why did we come here? Like, I feel like I don't want to, you shouldn't pay for this food. It's not good. Like, we should have sent it back. Um, so it was a lot of that. I was, um, I had, like, a really bad allergy day, like, the day after the wedding. Like, I took, like, double the amount of Claritin, and it wasn't until I took Benadryl, like, that night that I was, like, finally okay and, like, was fine. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, too much socialization for me and, like, hello, I dropped my microphone. (laughs) I need to get a mic stand. Um... But yeah, it was just too much socialization for me in like a short amount of time. You have to talk like close to the mic. I know. That's why I feel like I shouldn't, I can't get a mic stand because I need to be like this close all the time. Um, Yeah, you do. But yeah, it just was a lot of socialization. Um, I'm not a fan of road trips. Like I didn't sleep a lot of the way on the way home, but it also was like a faster trip on the way home. Like I slept on and off and I think the road trip back, I was just burnt out. Mm-hmm. Like I was just very, very burnt out. Um, but the positives do weigh at the negatives. I had a great time. Um, yeah, so... What what do you that? prefer when you're feeling like, oh, there's like too many people here? Do you feel like you want to be alone, alone, like physically alone? Or yes. do you feel like... Oh, okay. Do you feel like you just can just lay in the same room with them but just not talk to them? No, I need to be like completely alone. Like I want... Because even if I'm in the same room... 
my my family is very like touchy and like very talkative and and there's nothing wrong with that i love that we're that way like we're very affectionate and it's like a good time but when i'm like done i just don't like i came back to and i was like i don't want to see anybody i don't want to talk to anybody i don't want to do anything and the only thing i did was by like five thirty, six o'clock and even then like i prolonged and i was late i went to the dia de los muertos um celebration at el colegio in south minneapolis so even that was like an hour and a half two hours tops and i was like okay i'm good i'm ready to be done Oh, okay. So it's not like a prolonged period of time I need to be completely alone. Like, I don't have to be, like, alone It's a recharging for... moment. Yes. I just... I like being by myself a lot. And I don't think people understand... Like, I don't think my family always understands that, or people always understand that, because people are like, oh, well, we're not talking, though. And I'm like, no, but, like, you're still here. Mm-hmm. So, like, no thanks. So, yeah. I think that's just a me thing. I think so too. Just oh, kidding. Because okay. oh. I'd be so annoyed. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, what's your rant? For, I guess your rant was the whole um, breeder thing. You have another rant. You want to I, I have a. I do have a rant. Um, that's a. That was like a mini rant, but this one's a real one. Um, so recently, I um, went on a job interview and I got the job. Um, and so. On Indeed, I just impl- implied, I applied, and I did not know that I was going through a uh, recruiter, which is not They're my really ideal shady. thing. They're shady. Yeah. They're so shady on Indeed with that, because you think you're applying to a job, and it's like, oh, this is actually through a recruitment agency, and we'll help you find a job. Yeah, so it's really shady. I did not understand that I was going through a recruiter. Again, like I said, that's not my um, ideal route. I'd rather just like go straight to the uh, employer. But... Um, so, uh, you know, they call you and they're like, hey, we're going to help you get a job if you, if you get some pointers or whatever. I'm like, I already know how to do an interview or whatever. So I go to the interview. The interview is for a medical device company called uh, NAMSA in Irvine. It's right next to the Spectrum, which was kind of nice, I have to say. Oh, so that's like a lot closer for you. Yeah, it's, it was a lot closer for me and that kind of slayed. And also the area would be better in terms of like, food <laughs> if like i wanted to go to lunch i could just go to the spectrum no that matters that's yeah. so important right people think you don't think it matters but it does right um because the only place that's near me is like a, an italian deli which is like fine um and then it's warehouses oh my god but you love your meatball subs i know i do i had one this week you guys per um so and they also had really really good benefits they had like pto that you can buy and then they had like all the regular holidays plus like two floating holidays that you could like oh that's nice that was such a sleigh and then also they had um they had a lot of pto and they had like really good health benefits but spoiler alert i chose to stay whatever you did i did because um here is a so so i got the job let me wait let me finish my thing first um i got the job the recruiter told me that they really liked me. It was a little bit of a red flag because I went Friday morning and I heard back Friday afternoon. Which to me is a red flag because it's like, it gives off the impression that they are really, really desperate to find someone. They told me that they really, really liked the interview and I was fierce and I do think that I'm a good interview. And we had a good laugh because I told them that I am allergic to cannabis and I work in the cannabis industry. And they were like, what? And I was like, slay. 
and um, and they seem really really nice. Um, however, I did a counter offer with my job, and they increased my. Uh, they, I did have to go to salary, which I was not happy for, but they increased my um, my hourly rate by eight dollars. Period. So I was like, okay, well, it's too good of an offer to not because if they basically doubled my hourly rate or whatever by eight. Wait, they gave me eight dollars. The NAMSA would only give me four point five. Oh, four more than you currently make. Yeah. So I was like, I have, well, obviously. Um, and then I just told them, I was like very firm that I was like, you know, if I have to do overtime, I'm just going to count my hours and not come, you know, these days we have short days or whatever. Um, so then I decided to stay. Also, I decided to stay because they were really like, well, you've been here so long that we have a lab director. We would just in the future train you to be the lab manager because we don't have a lab manager right now. So I was like, okay, I guess, I mean, I'm not interested in being a lab manager right now, but sure. Um, and of course then I would get a, a pay increase if I became a lab manager. Um, whereas if I started at, um, NAMSA, I would just be a microbiologist associate or like the lower level microbiologist. Like a tech ish type of thing. Yeah. So I have more senior seniority at the job that I have now. Um, but anyway, I told you all of this, and as soon as I told her, unfortunately, I am not going... She had a very, like, drastic, uh, change in her voice. Like, you could tell that she was upset. And, um, and I was like, yeah, well, I did a counteroffer, and she's like, well, just, you know, just, just so you know, um, in my experience, if you do a, a counteroffer, um... You know, they, they already know that you have one foot out the door and that you want to leave. And so, in my experience, um, that's kind of a bad sign. And they look at you as, like, a prior and they won't treat you with respect anymore. And so, in the end, you should really just think about this offer because it's a really good offer. And I was like, no. Bye. Go ahead. I was like, no, okay, bye. Like, I'm done. Like, yeah, already... and I don't know why I felt like I had to be, like, give her a response but I was like no I, I feel like I, I trust my lab director and I don't think that he would do that to me because he had to fight so hard for me to stay um and then and then I was like well thank you so much and she said okay but and she hung up the phone she didn't even say bye fully she was like but click oh my gosh you know you saying that it was kind of the same thing when I so as you know, I also had like a thing. I, listen, bitch. I said October was going to be that month. And I was like, October is going to be a lit month. And like shit's going to pop off and things are going to change. And guess what, bitch? They did. <laughs> so um, when I had in my interview with the other um, practice that I was interviewing with, kind of the same thing. They're like, oh, we're really sad. Like, why aren't you offer to accepting our offer? Like, um, we're really disappointed. Like we were like, I was like, bitch, I don't owe you anything. Like I went into a job interview. Yes. I wanted a job, but like at the end of the day, yes. Did my company counter offer and give me more and like, could have they have done that before and like do that. But at the same time, it's like, but I already have a relationship with them and like starting mm -hmm. over at a new job is a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I really took into consideration where I was like, I might just be bored like at this new job. So like, 
I get it. Like, there's no reason to make people feel yeah. bad. I think, uh, I think I knew that I would ideally like to stay at my job because it's a smaller company and um, I have a little bit more flexibility in terms of, because I like to boss people around, basically. So I'm more senior there, so I can t- like tell people what to do. Um, and this NAMSA, it's a very, very big company. It seemed more rigid. So in my mind, I already knew that I wanted to stay at the company that I have, am at right now. But I just needed that counter offer. I needed to be able to say, hey, I have someone that wants me. Right. And I think that I also needed um, the confidence to be like, if I wanted to leave, I could leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, I could get a job as a microbiologist anywhere else because I got this interview. So I think that gave me a little bit of, of a confidence boost to be like, yeah, I am yes, fierce. Girl. Yeah, Do that. So slay. But yes, job recruiters. Y'all are so pushy. Oh my god. They are. I I did work with a job recruiter like a few years ago. And I interviewed with them. And honestly, I never heard back from them after that. And I think that was when I was like maybe 18, 19. So like very, very early on in my adulthood. Um, but I don't really feel like they do anything because at the end of the day, like you're the one that has to go to the interview. They might look at your resume or try to help you. But at the end of the day, they're just looking to get their payout for when. Yeah. I wonder what their pay is. Um, I think you just get supplemental or bonus pay whenever you have someone that like signs on to a company. Oh, okay. So I think that's how that works. Cause I remember, LOL, I had, I didn't interview, but I applied for a couple jobs where there were like, Oh, you would work in HR, like an HR assistant, or you'd be like a hiring advocate, like some type of hiring position. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I hire people all the time. Like, I feel like I'd be good at that. I'm a good judge of character. But in hindsight, it's literally just being a recruiter. That's yeah. gross. Well, and the, another thing is that um, I felt like the NAMSA, their turnaround rate for employees was really, really fast. Um, and that's why they had such good benefits because they needed to pe- like be able to keep people. And so they had a a $2,000 sign-on bonus. Um, and so you get $1,000 on your first day and $1,000 a year after. So that was Oh, but you of... have to be a year? Usually it's like 90 days. It's not usually like a full year. Yeah, it was a year. That's so I was like, oof. And then also there was a review on Indeed for the specific the location that I would work at. And the title was Just No. And the pro and cons were, pro, everyone's on the same boat. And then the con was, the boat is sinking. <laughs> so that really kind of sealed my fate, I think. So. <laughs> Period. But we love a good um, raise. Those are always nice. Yeah, it looks like bitch. Uh, um, all right, you guys, let's take a break and then we can get into our topics. We have kind of a lot, but whatever. Yeah, there's a lot here. Okay. Let me get down on the floor, you guys. We're back. Here we are. We're here again. Yeah. Ow. Okay. So, um, you guys, Megan the Stallion. Hello. Okay. I know I talk about her a lot. Um, for good reason. Yeah. So let's see if you started. Okay, so I'll be honest. So I do enjoy a good Drake album. I am a good, I like, I'm a decent 21 Savage fan. Like, I do like his music. Um, 
so when I heard that this album was coming out, I was kind of like low-key hyped. I was like, this is going to be a good album. Like, two of my somewhat rap faves, like, coming together, collaborating. Like, what could go wrong? And, um, boy, did they show their ass. So, <laughs> for those that do not know, let me pull up the actual lyric because I feel like it was... I just have feelings about it, you know? Like, I just... Yeah. I screenshotted so, it. It was in the song circo loco the line and it's like it's towards the beginning of the song and drake says this bitch lie about getting shots but she's still a stallion and yeah. oh uh, and before that she said shoddy say she graduated she ain't lone enough play her album track one k i heard enough the bitch lie about getting shot but she's still a stallion and i think he says a little bit more about that but and the thing is that gets me is that he denies that it's supposed to be about Meg Thee Stallion and that it's a jab. Yeah, I'm like, the context clues? Mama, who else would you be talking about? That's you know the that... thing. That's, that's what I don't get. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so, I hate this. Because <laughs> I think that he has a, a song that's like, um, have you heard it on TikTok? It's like, 21. Can you do something for me? That part yes. sounds kind of fierce. So, um, honestly, I don't, the it, album as a whole is like very mid. Like, it's not a great album. I was really excited for it, and it did not deliver like at all. And then oh. this on top of it, I was like, "All right, like we're done here." Oh, so I have not heard the album at all. I just um, know about this part. But yeah, it it annoys me because it's like people have two options. They're like one be a good person or two diss a black woman and they always go for number two and it's like why well, why i will say this as like a regular like regular regular drake fan like i will not like he it's so funny because i feel like drake tries to be so hard but like he's literally just like a light-skinned boy from toronto and, like, yeah. bitch, you started as Jimmy Brooks. Like, let's not forget where you came from. And then, like, circa 2013, 2014, he tried to do, like, the whole sneak disc thing with, like, Meek Mill. And, like, he had some good, like, attack tracks. Granted, Drake, Drake also often has a ghostwriter. So I'm like, what are you saying? And then for him to do, like, the whole Nice For What music video a couple years ago with, like, all these women, like, black women specifically in power and like in the in the industry and doing all these things and then for you to come for meg the stallion knowing what she represents for black women and women in america and especially in the rap industry then like that's just so bogus to me because you're now denying it saying that like oh it's not about her like i'm like all praise whatever whatever but it's like bitch who the fuck is it supposed to be about then like mm -hmm. it is almost line for line being like is this like someone that you just know in your personal life that you also call a stallion that also just recently graduated and that also just came out with the track? Like, I don't understand where the beef is. And I feel so bad for her because I'm sure like Meg is around our age. So I'm sure she like grew up listening to Drake and like you can't escape Drake in the industry, especially in like the rap industry where it's like he's there all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's just like really shitty. And Drake's a piece of shit. So fuck him. It's also so unprovoked. I'm like, what did she yeah. do? What did she do? It's what because she's on the top of the charts, and his last few albums fucking flopped. Let's be honest, Drake. You have not come up with bangers since Views. 
Passion Fruit was a great song, and that album was pretty decent. But guess what? You're not at the top of the charts. You're an old man now. Go be your fucking. Go be a fucking dad. Go raise your child. Go raise Adonis. Period. Forget it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not a Drake fan, so yeah. Slay. Okay, is that all you wanted to say? I just have some strong feelings. I just don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm so over having to like be, like I'm so over having to be upset with people for being just stupid as shit. Like there, like you said, it's just like unprovoked. Like, why are you coming for Meg The Stallion? Yeah. Also, like, the Serena Williams part. I'm like, why? I don't know. Drake is like a fuckboy, like to the fullest extent, and it's just really annoying, and I'm over it. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of shit, yeah. and I hate you. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, that being said, do we still listen to the music, or do we still listen to his old stuff? Like, what's what are we going to do? I will always listen to old stuff. The new stuff isn't good, so I have no reason to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah. But when you boycott an artist, like say Chris Brown, oh, I don't listen or to R. Kelly, Brown. do you not listen to them at all? Do you listen to old things? Like what's going okay. on? So Chris Brown, I don't listen to at all, um, mostly because I don't think he's come out with anything good, and I don't necessarily miss his music. R. Kelly, there are songs that I miss, but I don't listen to them because I feel like the severity of what he did is just like completely, completely wild. So I'm just like, I just have to let that one die. I still listen to Michael Jackson. Every once in a while, um, I do still listen to like old Kanye. That one's kind of fresh, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I'm, st- I'll still listen to Drake. Like pre, what is, what was that last album that I actually enjoyed? Um, I'll listen to Views. I don't know any Drake albums, y'all. But yeah, I didn't Certified Lover Boys, man. The Dark Lane, Dark Lane demo tapes was like pretty decent. Scorpion was meh, like they had a couple good songs. More Life was okay, but like 2016 pre Drake, yeah. But at the same time, it's like his music just isn't good anymore. And I don't know. Do you think like the whole thing is like connected to Nicki because Drake is such like a Nicki stan that he feels like he has to? But at the same time, I don't think Nicki Minaj really hates Megan Thee Stallion either. So like, I just don't understand. I don't know that whole rap group to me like uh Lil Wayne Drake and Nicki Young Money yeah Young Money I don't know what's going on with them I don't think Lil Wayne has any new songs does he I don't know that man has having too many seizures to make music okay yeah I don't know if we're not talking about female rappers I don't know anything I'm like okay she's 21 savage okay 21 21 21 um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just like, it's just weird. It literally came out of nowhere, and I didn't even listen to the, I was like really hyped for the album, and then I was like, well, let me listen to it, and then I finally got to the Meg part, and I was like, why? And the album is like mid at best, so. Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo you, Drake. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo you, steak, bitch. So um, yeah. I... That's all on that. That's all I have That's that on that. Okay, um, moving on to our next topic. What are some apartment slash moving out essentials? So we have a friend that's moving. We yeah. do, and we're so excited and so proud. And like, 
it's exciting because mm-hmm. I haven't, I'm still, I'm at home and I'm like looking to hopefully buy a house in like the spring. Um, so me being able to be like, bitch, I'm coming over, be ready. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what are some essentials, Diva? So should we go room by room? Um, I guess so. Okay, because, like, originally, I think bathroom, um, and I want to say, like, you're going to want, obviously, like, your shower essentials and things like that. You're going to want to buy a plunger, because you just don't know. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be fucking clogging the toilet, bitch. No, because I'll say this, like, me, so, my family's been in our house for, like, 20, how old am I, 28, 27, 25, 26 Did years. Did you grow up in that year, in that house? Yeah, we moved to the house when I was two. Where did they live before that? Uh, my parents had a condo in Burnsville. Oh. So that's so interesting to me that people live in their house for their whole life. It is kind of weird. Like, it's kind of, not that our house is small, but like, our house is older um, yeah. compared to the other houses in our town. So a lot of my family, or a lot of my friends' families had like bigger houses and I was just like, oh, our house is kind of like small compared. Um, but it's just because it's an older house. Um, and it was fine for us. Like we had enough space in there for the four of us. Um, but yeah, but we've been in the house the whole time, but, um, probably about like 10, 15 years ago, we had a neighbor who literally came over and asked to borrow our plunger. And my mom was like, gross. No, you're not borrowing our plunger. Like I know what you need it for. So you're not going to borrow it. Go buy a plunger. I was like, go to Target, go to Walmart, go to Menards, go literally anywhere. Go to the dollar store, get a plunger. Also, the dollar store isn't like an um is a good hack for like your first apartments because they have like all the kitchen essentials with like spatulas, plates. Like you don't have to go to fucking Crate and Barrel and buy like expensive ass shit. Like dollar stores, fine glasses, like plates, mm-hmm. flatware, things like that. Go to the thrift store if you need like a crock pot or like a whatever. Yeah, or if you are a family of the immigrant descendant, you probably have a hoarding of multiple um, kitchen appliances that no one is using somewhere. Yeah, ask Ka and Joa. <laughs> Their moms will literally, I think Ka's mom will like, every time she comes to California or whatever, she'll like buy a bunch of plates and then bring it back. You're I'm like, like okay, what? I have like plates from my aunts and stuff that I have. Yeah, when I moved out, I didn't buy anything because I just took stuff from my parents' house that they were like, we just have all this stuff that we don't use. Yeah. Um, what else is essential? Bathroom? Um, bathroom. Buy towels. You can buy towels at like Target for like 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Those are decent. Um, are you going to like TJ Maxx, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods, things like that. Um, if you're not in Minnesota, you go to like a Ross. I don't know. They're straight boys, so they're not going to, like, decorate. Right? Um, well, one of them is. But, yes. So, but they're also not 22. They're also, like, older. So I feel like, and I feel like they're going to have company over at times. Which you don't have to, like, decorate and be, like, full-on fucking bougie and have, like, plates hanging on the wall and shit. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. Um... But yeah, I would just say a couple towels, a couple of washcloths, a hand towel. For whatever reason, whenever I've been to like a boy's apartment, they like never have anything for me to dry my hands with or they never have soap on the counter for like washing my hands after I go to the bathroom. 
<laughs> yeah. And for the love of God, don't buy fucking head and shoulders to like head and shoulders or like a three in one body wash. <laughs> like, don't do that to yourself. Oh my god, yeah, six in one. You're like, for what? Like shave cream, body gel, um, shampoo. I'm like, that's not okay. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> um. Okay, well, let's go move on to the bedroom. Bedroom. Um, a bed. Like, yes, get a mattress. Get something that's comfortable. A lot of mattress companies are doing like 10-year warranties on their mattress. Let me call. I, I splurged and I bought a purple mattress. So like, but that was like $2,300. And I paid that off in time. Like it was not like Oh my a, God. A, it's so comfortable though. I know you haven't been home in a long time, but like it is so comfortable. And the next time you come over, you have to sit on it. It's like. Okay, I guess. It's like a, it's like a clout. It's so nice. But you, that's like expensive and you can get like cheaper mattresses. I bought a second purple mattress for Miguel's house and that one was like. 800 maybe oh okay so like they come in tiers and it's like a full size so yeah. it's not anything crazy and a lot of places will offer like financing or you can klarna or use like a firm or something to play off in time um i mean uh, if you wanted a just a regular bed you can just go out to like a mattress store or go to sam's club oh yeah i guess so um and they'll come and deliver it for you and then just buy a mattress cover and that kind of helps it be a little bit more pillowy gray if you're listening yes. Yeah, get a mattress topper or um, get a mattress protector, too, for mm -hmm. um, those friends who like to eat in bed or drink in bed or just have, I don't know, maybe you're like a real saucy bitch and things get a little out of hand when you're having some time and having some people over. Just get a mattress protector. <laughs> Save yourself the trouble. Um, pillows. Pillows are targeted like three or four bucks. They're not even. They targeted. really are. They're like so cheap. Um. um. Get like a good blanket as um, Southeast Asians. I know that we just kind of refer to like our little Asian blankets from the Asian store, which are yeah. fine, honestly. There's nothing wrong with that, I guess. Get a blanket with the fucking like tiger on it or something. Yes, absolutely. Make sure you have extra blankets for when you have people stay over so they're not fucking freezing on your couch. It's always just nice. You can get like a nice little mm -hmm. throw blanket. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, let's go to the living room. Living room. Um... I mean, you can buy TV stands, I guess, if you're, like, I'm assuming that you'll probably have a TV in your living room or, like, some type of entertainment. You need a TV stand. Go to, like, yeah, go to thrift stores for, like, living room furniture, honestly. Yeah. Like, coffee tables. Don, there's no reason to spend, like, a lot of money on a coffee table. Um, we opted out when we got Let's ours. Let's just living... living her interior fa uh, uh, designer fantasy. I offered. I offered my um, expertise on this. Expertise, so nobody's ever yeah. giving me up. Um... <laughs> But yeah, when we got our living room set, we just had our couch came with a giant ottoman that we used as like our dining, our, our kitchen, or sorry, our coffee table. And I just put like a, like a tray on it to hold oh. whatever we wanted on it. So it kind of doubled. It had like a dual function. So that was kind of nice. Um, if you're one that likes to eat in front of the TV, again, a thrift store, fine. I would look for the TV dinner trays. Very much gray. Very much everybody though. Like really. I know, like I'm like, kind of addicted to watching or Listening to something while I eat. I have to watch something while I eat unless I'm like at a dinner table with people and like I need yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. And even then, half the time I'm like, I want to scroll on my phone. So. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Get a TV dinner tray. There's nothing wrong with that. So I would say that. Um, nice throw blanket for the couch when you're just like, you get home and you just want to watch TV, but you don't want to get the blanket from your room. Kind of nice. Just get a little throw. 
Ask your friends, you guys. Ask your friends if they have furniture that they want to get rid of and just say, if you don't want to spend. Right. All the time. I'm pretty sure almost all the time you'll find someone that's like, oh, yeah, I have a TV I want to get rid of. Or like, yeah, I think I gave Joel my coffee table. My family had a coffee table. I was like, Joel, come take it. And I think she took the couches that were dressed I think. Someone has those couches. And I was like, please take the beds. We tried to get rid of our couch in the basement. I offered it to a friend, and they declined. Which I was like, bitch, it's a free couch. Yeah. So, I mean, and I had a friend who completely furnished their apartment for Facebook Marketplace, and it actually looked really nice, and it was pretty decent furniture throughout. Mm-hmm. So don't okay. underestimate. Let's talk about the kitchen. Yeah, squirrel. Um, like I said, dollar store, thrift stores, Marshalls, TJ Maxx for plates appliances I mean to me the only appliances I really need in a kitchen are like a rice cooker and maybe like an air fryer that aren't already like in the kitchen you know Mm -hmm. yeah because you have the oven already in the stove I would say get like a non-stick skillet or wok yes Um, if you pan yeah and some type of pan and then also some type of sheet tray or maybe like a roasting dish I don't know if you're gonna bake um, probably. I don't well, know. I guess like men probably aren't like big bakers because I'm like, oh my god, what if you want to like bake cookies or like? Bake yeah, cookies? I don't know. I'm just trying to get I'm in my mind into a straight guy. Like, what would he do? Let me think. I don't. I know. mean, I buy a hot water. Um, buy an electric kettle because if you're just gonna be eating fucking ramen, you might as well just boil the water in an electric kettle or some shit like that. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Men are, like, very bare minimum. Like, there's not a lot there, you know? Yeah. Buy more than fucking four forks and knives. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that I see all the time. When I first when I first started dating Miguel, he had a roommate, and they were both, like, in their early mid-20s, so it was very, like, bare bones. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was constantly having to be, like, wash things to be able to eat. Like, just have a few <laughs> sets. Have a couple sets of, like... You be, like, you eat first, and then you wash, and then I'll eat. Literally. So, like, <laughs> just make sure that you have enough... Pl- like, I know four plates seems like a lot, but when you... Especially if you have a roommate, and sometimes your roommate doesn't like doing dishes right away. Maybe they like to let them sit, or they like to clean after they, like, relax after they eat. So, just make sure you have enough, like, plates, dishware, flatware, because, like, it makes a difference. Yes. If you want to be quirky, you go to the uh, thrift store and just buy... Uh, not, like, a set, just, like, buy singles. I think yeah. you can go to... Where can you go to? Uh, home... Home goods? Yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. You can go to like a store and buy like singles of forks and knives. And oh, like, you can go to Target. Food. You can go to the dollar store. You know how they get sets. And not everything has to match. Like obviously it's nice if you have like sets and things. But if you're not going to be, be like quirky. a dinner party queen, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And like we're also millennials. So like matching sets kind of creep us out sometimes. Like we're not our moms with like our china, you know? Yeah. If you ha- so sad for you guys, but you can get a lot of stuff from Daiso. Um, yeah, I'm sad. Sad. Sorry, you guys. Um, but if you need to, like, I don't know, a random laundry hamper, you can go to a Daiso. Do you also need, like, uh, spoons and forks and plates? You can go to a Daiso, and it's pretty cheap. Um, what else do you need in the kitchen? I don't know. Food? Um, if, yeah. Produce goes bad fast, so, like, only buy what you need. Like, if you know what you're going to make. I'm someone that grocery shops for what they're going to make in that time. 
mm-hmm. and I'll also just buy the essentials that I know, like my frozen stuff, my juices, things like that. But I don't buy produce unless I know I'm going to cook something with it right away because it just goes bad and you just throw it away. I think that's something that as an older child, you kind of, well, I don't know. I kind of knew because I had to cook for Ethan and Boo Boo. Um, so I would know like what I'm going to cook and like whatever else, but I'm also a meal prepper. So I know what I want to eat ahead of time and I have to eat it. Um, if you are not a person that cooks that often, then I think it's a little bit harder for you to understand. Like this goes bad at this time. The produce is not going to last that long. I have to use it now. And then, uh, it's harder for you to understand. Like, I don't know, just hard for you to. For me, it was fruit because I would be like, oh, I'll buy a bag of grapes. And you think a bag of grapes lasts a long time. And trust me, it does not. Yeah. So just be honest with yourself and like your eating habits. Groceries can get expensive really fast. Um, I do like using shipped or like the grocery delivery apps for groceries in the sense because then I don't have to worry about um, what is it? um, Compulsive buying. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then I am not like, oh, I'm walking past the Oreos now. I feel like I want Oreos, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that that's helpful. Um, get your condiments that you know that you're going to want your ketchup, your ranch, your fish sauce, your hoisin, your sriracha. Oh my God. Girl, you know what annoys me? What? You have to go to multiple grocery stores. As you like re- an Asian person? Yeah, yeah you absolutely. really do. And it's so annoying. And yeah, honestly, sometimes even multiple Asian stores. Yeah. Oh my god. I just wish one store had it all, but you really, you really can't. Yeah. Um, okay, what other rooms are there in the house? I think that's kind of all of the, like, oh, if you have a, if you have space for a dining room, um, honestly, you can just buy a cheap table, like, anywhere. Like, you go to Walmart, you could buy a table. I got our table, when we got our table, we got it from, like, Big Lots, I think. Oh. Um... You know, I think it was like three, four hundred dollars, but it was like a four, it was like four chairs and a table. It was mm-hmm. fine. I will say, if you put lawn furniture in inside, um, I will make fun of you though. Yeah, I don't want to sit in a camping chair. Yeah, we did have a friend that slept in a hammock though in his apartment for a long time. I feel like that's bad for your back. That's what I thought, but I think it might be better for your back because you're not like, I don't know. It was it was interesting. Then he started dating his now wife, and I think they got rid of him pretty soon after. Because you can't have two people in a hammock. I mean, you could. But Sex swing. Basically. Yeah. Maybe. Wow. <laughs> Probably. Um, okay, so how did you know that you wanted to move, and how did you make that process, like, go, I guess? Okay, so, LOL. Um, when... <laughs> I knew that I kind of wanted to move out because when I started, not too long after I started dating Miguel, I spent a lot of time at his apartment um, Mm. because, I don't know, it was closer to my job. Um, I was at my parents' house and my parents were very like, he can't be here past midnight, whatever, whatever. So I would stay there or I would go over there a lot. And then he had moved from that apartment to a townhouse. Why past midnight? What the fuck? Is he going to turn into an ogre? List, I guess. I don't fucking know. I guess my parents only think that you can get pregnant after midnight or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Bad things happen after midnight. I was like, little do you know. But anyway. Um, so after they had been in their townhouse for like a year or two, uh, Miguel was like, oh, we're looking for another place. 
And here I am. I was like, bitch, I've been over and I'm over like three or four times a week anyway. We should just move in together. Like, there's no reason like to do this whole back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also was getting to the age where I was like, I was making okay enough money for me to want my own space. Um, I think Tony had already moved out recently. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I want to be an adult. I want to be like, have responsibilities and like have to pay for, not necessarily have to pay for things, but want to, I don't know, just experience living on my own and like not have to worry about like my parents asking, where are you going? What's going on? Like, what are you doing? Who are these people? Why are you going to such a rush? Like just things like that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just wanted my own space. Mm-hmm. I just wanted, like I was accumulating more things I was just be I felt more independent. I'm like, I'm not asking for money. I'm asking for people to do things for me. So I, I basically told my guy, I was like, we're going to move in. Like, I don't know why you're not asking me, but we're going to move in. (laughs) Well, cause Miguel is someone where like, if I don't tell him what we need to do in our relationship and he'll admit this, that like, in order for like things to happen, I have to be like, no, don't be stupid. Like this makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Men are so funny. Oh my god. Yeah. So, um, how was that? So, basically, Latifah just saw her opportunity with the boyfriend yeah. and just took it. <laughs> Literally. And honestly, in hindsight, I low-key would have wished that I would have moved in an apartment by myself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know that it's really expensive. And I also refuse to live with my friends. And I know that's like a really just a me thing. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> I like... There have been times in like when we were first looking to maybe buy a house, I had a couple friends approach me and they're like, you should let me live with you and I'll rent a room. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely no, not. mama. I no. I was like, no. One, I wanted to just live with Miguel by myself because we also like always live with a roommate. And mm-hmm. um, I just, I just need boundaries. Well, and, like, living with people is like a hard boundary. I don't know if this is what, when you were living with Miguel or we just staying with Miguel, but, but let's see if I had a, not like a hard time, but like, when you live with someone else that's not your partner, and they're not a part of the relationship, you know, they have, like, friends coming over. When no, you used to live in, it was like... the opposite. What? It was the opposite, because when we were living with our past roommate, they were always home. They would never leave the house. They worked from oh, home, so they never... No, no, I was going to say that, um, that moment in time where you guys had a ton of people living with you. Oh, bitch listen this is why i don't like live with people so back when miguel and i first started dating we he had a roommate and his roommate had a girlfriend and we all got along it was fine but it was like an 800 maybe 900 square foot apartment so like two bedrooms one bath so like when everybody was there everybody was there and you knew it like you felt like you could you just know that it's like stepping on each other bitch and then they had another friend move in there that was like in hindsight, like, whatever, whatever. But <laughs> they they had moved in because they didn't have a place to stay. So then they were there. So technically, there are three of them living there. I was there often. The other friend's girl, the other roommate's girlfriend was there often. And then this guy started dating again because he had recently ended a relationship with his on-again, off-again girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so then there were other people. So at times, there were like six people in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And, like, one time I had to go. I feel like I've told the story on the podcast. Maybe I haven't. Um, I know the story. <laughs> someone was showering. Stupid. 
And they were ta- like they were they would always take like a forty minute shower. And mind you, this is a man. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know if you're shaving your fucking balls every time you take a shower, but like it was a forty minute shower. And I get it. Like a shower is like a nice time to reflect and you have time. But I literally knocked on the door like maybe twenty minutes and I was like, bro, I have to pee. Like, are you gonna be done anytime soon? He was like, and he straight up was like, no. So I was like, this is the only fucking bathroom. So my ass had to drive to the gas station down the street. <laughs> And, like, I had to be so bad that there were other people in line at the gas station, but they saw how much, like, I was not okay that they're like, you can go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> like, damn, bitch. Go ahead. So, like, and then I came back, and they were still in the fucking shower. And they were like, oh, do you still have to go to the bathroom? I was like, no, bitch. I left. I almost peed outside. I should have peed on your blanket. <laughs> like a fucking dog. I should have. Oh, my God. Woo. Yeah, but so. But, yeah. I don't know. I I don't. I've seen. I guess I also saw how like my friends lived when they moved out, and I was like, I want no part of this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a very particular person, and I get annoyed very easily. So like, I just don't want to put. I just don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm not gonna like my friends. So I kind of do feel like, in a way, you had to learn how to live with people right away. Because if you moved yeah. in by yourself, I feel like you'd get used to that, and then you'd be like, I actually don't want to live with Miguel. Or anyone else, for that matter. That's also true. Um, so, for me, it's different because I didn't move in with a partner. Um, and I also moved across the country. The country. So, um, I knew that I wanted to move out to California. Um, I had quit my job. Um, and I didn't move out until like half a year later. So, I was kind of doing weird, odd jobs here and there. And just trying to save my money. Um because I knew that I, I hated the hospital. I didn't want to work there anymore. I knew that I could try to get into grad school and I didn't get in. So then um, I was like, well, I'll just move out to California. So I got a job out there first. I don't know if that's necessary, but it's kind of nice because once you do move, you have a, a in, income kind of mm-hmm. already um, rather than me trying to find a job and also worrying about paying rent and stuff. Um, so I already had a job lined up. Um, I already had a start date, so I knew that, oh, I probably need, let's say, a month to get everything situated. I have to, uh, buy a car out there. I have to, um, do this. I have to get my license out there first, and then I have to do all this stuff first before I can actually start my job. So I just had a start date, uh, estimated the time needed to do all of that stuff, and then, um, I had a move-in date, um... And so I think ahead of time, I flew to California with my dad to buy a car and then to get my license. And then I took that car and I put it into the garage um, at, in, for storage where I was going to live because I think I already paid that month's rent. Or I put the security deposit down and no one was living there at the time, so I could do that. Um, and then um, I think I had like... I knew that um, I had to move via car, so I rented a car, or my mom did, and I, Joa, Ka, Ethan, and I, but really just Joa, Ka, and I, but really just Joa, planned the road trip. Um, (laughs) um, And so we knew that it would take this amount of time to go there, and um, we wanted to go here, 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 but our date that we would get to my apartment was this date, 
Um, and then, yeah, I think that I was probably free for about maybe two to three weeks and I started my job. What was nice with me, so it takes a lot of time management, which is what I'm trying to say, if, if you yeah. want to move across the country, and even in general as well. Um, and then uh, for me, what was nice was that the place was already furnished because my roommate owns the place, so I really just had to furnish my room. Um, and so I bought my bed ahead of time, which is why I knew that I needed at least a few weeks off to be here because I knew that I needed to buy stuff and I couldn't do that if I was working. Um, so I got all that stuff delivered. I was at home just fixing up the place. What I will say, if I do decide to move somewhere else, that's going to be hard is that I have to furnish other rooms. So I will have to like furnish like the living room. I have to buy a bunch of like pots and pans because I can use my roommates. We just share. Um, and then, um, I think that's really it. I'll have to, like, buy a dining room table if there's a dining room or whatever, but that we'll, you know, get to that when we get there or whatever. Um, one thing that I, oh, the first time that I moved to California, one thing that I really, really needed was a nail clipper. And that's, like, the small things that you just don't <laughs> They are about. the small things that you don't really realize that you need. Because, yeah, nail clipper's, like, a big one, or even just, like... I don't know, like a towel rack or just like stupid shit or like um, a paper towel holder, just like things that you don't really mm -hmm. think about you having to buy. And they're just like, they're just in your house. Yeah, they're just there. I was like, shit, like I don't know where it came from, from, but they're, they're just there. Yeah, because my, it, so my freshman year in college and at the time I couldn't drive. And also at the time, Uber wasn't a thing. So if I wanted to go buy a nail clipper, I had to walk to the store to go buy a nail clipper. And the CVS was about 40 minutes away. Oh my god. So I would have to walk to CVS, buy a nail clipper, and then walk back. One time I had... I don't know why I'm such a dumbass, but... One time, <laughs> instead of using... You have to pay at the computer lab to print your stuff. I was like, I'm not going to pay for paper. Is what I'm going like to do... walk to Kinko's? I feel like I remember this. No, this is when I walked to the office max i bought a printer and i carried it back and it was about a 45 minute walk oh my gosh i do remember this i was like why the fuck would you do that because in my head i was like oh i'll use a printer all the time do i you never printer no i gave it away because when i moved back i gave all my stuff to my a cousin that uh, oh. was moving to uc davis so he took all of my like pots and pans he took all of my my mini fridge that i had he took my printer that i had because um, I wasn't going to bring back to Minnesota. But yeah. Slay. So that's a big thing, Gray. If you're listening. Um, probably your you next... You better, bitch. We did this for you, bitch. Your, <laughs> your next thing is probably going to be having to drive. Because um, I'm not quite sure if your roommate will be there all the time for little things that you need. Or if it's in walking distance to a store, then that I think that's fine, too. Well, I think that the, what's different now is that you literally, like, I was just on DoorDash because I'm going to order myself food after this. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm hungry, too. Yeah, I'm starving. So, but um, I guess things are a lot more convenient than they used to be. Because, like you said, DoorDash was, or, like, Uber wasn't Uber, really yeah. a thing. But now, like, you can literally DoorDash or, like, Uber Eats anything. That's true. Which also is, like, to me... 
to me it's not necessarily like a convenience thing to me it's also like a money thing like when i moved out i was like you realize how much money you spend on like stupid shit Mm -hmm. because now you're like oh i have to pay for rent like i can't just go to alta and spend six hundred dollars i can't but i'm not gonna make like this um, i mean i am (laughs) i could do that but i'm not gonna make rent this month if i keep doing that on a regular basis you know yeah yeah so you'll be very aware of your spending habits in time when you move out i will say it is a big big jump from living with family to living on your own because you're like oh my god i didn't know that you know bananas were this fucking expensive especially if you're spoiled like me and you use your uh family's like costco and stuff i never paid for my groceries when i lived at home yeah same so but yeah now that i buy groceries like i buy groceries now if like i want to cook something but a lot of the time like even like spices spices is a big thing spices bitch you're gonna use a little bit of spice you You have to buy the whole thing yeah like you have to like you're just at home so you're like oh salt and pepper whatever but like now you have to buy like what kind of salt do you want to buy what kind of pepper do you want to buy do you want to buy what kind of onion powder what kind of garlic powder like and spices are expensive i could easily spend 150 dollars trying to like replenish a spice rack it no because that's so true so i mean just like be wary of those small things like it's expensive to live on your own to me it's worth it because you have your own space and like you can do what you want like people aren't going to tell you how to decorate or what to do or if They'll tell you if you're too loud if you're in an apartment, I guess. But, like, it's not that bad. I was going to say, do you think it's necessary to move out? Do you think it's, like, um, a, a natural process that you should go through? Or Yes. Oh. Slay. I think that you should learn how to live on your own and, like, figure out finances on your own. Um, how to live with other people if that's something that you're pursuing, whether that's a relationship or a roommate. Um and just know how you will function outside of like your like family home. I do think that I do think that you should live alone, um, or at least away from your family. Like like let's say, let's say if I lived with um, Miguel, and I think that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but I think that you should live away from your family. I think it somehow it forces you to grow up, but it also forces you to really reflect on what you think about your parents and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really makes you appreciate that a little bit more, I think. And if you have a bad, uh, if you have a bad relationship with your parents, and obviously you, you probably don't want to be there anyway. Um, but for me specifically, because I live with my grandparents all the time, I was like, oh my God, I want to get out of here. And then moving away, I really... Um, was able to see how much I actually love them and whatever else. Because if, if you see someone every day, you're like, oh my god, I want to like die, actually. Like you're just like annoyed. Yeah. Um, and so it made me really appreciate them a lot more. And then, um, yeah. I, I also think it's uh, healthy for you to live away from your family so you can reflect on who you are as a person and who you want to be and how you will get there. And I think it just forces you to grow up and be a little bit more responsible as well. Yeah, I think you learn a lot of just, like you said, being on your own and, like, figuring out. Because a lot of the time, like, living with family, you do get those pressures of being like, well, you should be doing this or you need to do this. And yeah, yeah. We, we need your help with this. And it's like, okay, well, I live here, so I can't really complain about yeah. what you need me to do around the house or, like, what's needed. Um, but I think it's really nice to build that independence um, for yourself to learn, like, 
oh, like if I don't take out the garbage, like it smells in here. Or like if I need to clean the dishes or like I have to learn how to wash out a refrigerator or like how to deal with plumbing issues or just like small things to where it's like you have to figure it out. And like when you're at home and you are kind of figuring it out already, it's one thing. But when you don't have like a safety net, like that's right there, you're like, oh, I have to figure things out. Like I never wanted to text my parents and be like, hey, I like I wanted to figure things out where I was like, I don't want to text you and ask you for money or ask you to come over and fix this. Like I should be able to at some point figure this out on my own and like not have to call all the time, you know? Yeah. I think in both of our cases, we kind of got lucky because we had, I mean, let's say if I had a partner, I don't have a partner, but I lived with someone else that was established Mm -hmm. here before. Um, So I think that if we were to live alone alone, I think it would be a lot harder. Um, And our friend is moving in with a friend, so I think it'll be a lot easier. You know, you have a built-in friend with you already, so you can figure it out. But what I'm saying is that I think if you did move away single by yourself and you had to furnish the whole room and you had to do that i think that'd be very very hard it's a lot harder i mean there's a reason why people have roommates first because it is easier with like being able to depend on someone or like have someone to go to or rely on for certain things because one rent is expensive Mm -hmm. so like that's a whole last thing um but also it's just kind of nice to have someone that's also there and like in the same situation you're at you know yeah um Anything else about moving? Not that I can think of. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Should we move around? Oh. I'm oh, reading. You... Oh, go ahead. I was I was reading some of our bullet points, and they're just like so All random. The place they are. I wanted to ask why you feel like we wouldn't be friends if you were a woman. <gasps> you read that. I did. I was like, I feel like we would be just as close. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't know some... why you would either. <laughs> yeah. So why did you say that? Interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like the dynamic between us works so well because we are not the same gender. Um, and I don't know. I feel like, I feel like if I were a woman, first of all, I would be a bad bitch. Period. Is it, like, the whole, because you can't have two, like, girl best friends that are both cute? Is, like, a that thing? I think like... that's why. Because I just know that'd be bad bitch per. I just don't, I just don't know if we'd be as close, or I don't know if we would see each other as secretly competition. I just don't know what that would look like. Bitch, I could see you as competition right now. Why? I don't know. I could, though. I know. I guess we could. We could be in a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Did I send you that uh, video of that girl walking up to the guy? He's like, and she's like, you're bi. No. Oh. <laughs> That's me at our competition. No. I feel like we would be close. I also, I'm not one that has like a lot of close girlfriends per yeah, se. Yeah, like, what I, I'm saying. I'm, but it's not because, I don't know. I guess I don't know why that is. But I feel like we'd just be as close. I feel like it'd be different. Um, I feel like it's easier when when i'm a gay man <laughs> when because <laughs> uh, i like to choose it's a choice you guys <laughs> <laughs> i choose to live this lifestyle in yeah mm-hmm. um oh 
I had another question after this. Okay. Um, now, I just think that, that our dynamic... Maybe it's because our dynamic is so well or so good and I don't know anything else. But I don't think our dynamic is dependent because you're gay and, like, I'm a girl. Like, I don't think that's anything to do. I, think I don't think gender do plays it. a role in our relationship. Okay, I would love I you so. if you were a man or a woman. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I This is a an aside, but... Um, and maybe this is why I feel this way. Oh my God, maybe it is. <laughs> is that gay men sometimes use straight, pretty women as like social currency. Meaning, wow. <laughs> <laughs> meaning that if you, but I guess straight women can do that too. But yeah, some, I know girls that, I know, I know plenty of girls that will only take pictures with certain people because with, they like, know that girls. they look better. Yes. Yeah. So what gay men like to do is sometimes they'll only hang out with pretty girls because they know that they can, it's like a status symbol. And although you are a gay man, you are still a man and you want to present not as straight, but you want to present as manly to other straight men and you want to gain approval of men. And to do that, you use pretty straight women. Wow. The patriarchy still exists. I know you guys crazy, right? That's so crazy. Um, (laughs) And so maybe... Maybe that's why, because I know that Latifah's popular and pretty. And I feel I'm really like... not that popular. I feel like people say that. And I'm like, I really don't feel like that I'm popular. I like don't really even like people. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. I just think that I think that if I were a woman, maybe I would see each other as competition. But maybe I wouldn't. Maybe it's like maybe that's because you also you already see men as competition, like as a gay man. So you're like, well, naturally it would be a competition if we were. That's true. If I was a lesbian, I'm not sure. Actually, I wouldn't be. Just kidding. (laughs) I was talking to Miguel about being a lesbian the other day. I was like, honestly, it'd be so much easier. Like, I could share clothes. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, that's why I want to date someone that looks like me and is like my same size. I could (laughs) double my wardrobe. Hello. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we would be friends. I think Best so friends too. Whatever, bitch. You're such a liar. <laughs> you know that? Like, hey, baby, well, mwah, mwah. I hate this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. I was going to ask, what is your, who is your family feud lineup? Oh, yes. Um, is it five so people? I, yes. So okay. I recently have been going to trivia night at this bar. So we, oh. we went, I don't, I guess I haven't told you this. No. We started going to trivia night on Wednesdays at this bar, bar in Minneapolis. Um, and we took second place the first time. And I think we took oh, like fifth or sixth the second time. We, we didn't go last week because we were in Ohio. Cause I was like, I have too much to plan. Like I don't need to go spend money cause it, it's a bar. So I'm going to eat there. Yeah. And, um, when I go this past week, cause I was just like tired from like being out like the last week. So, um, I so I am someone that believes that you need to have someone that represents like very different like you need a boomer for like old questions but you also need someone that's like <laughs> okay. up on pop culture so like the first time we had a friend that was there um and they're like actually I don't know how old they are they're probably born in like the 70s I would guess I don't know how old that makes you I'm not good at math right now 50 I guess that's 50s now oh my god oh my god that that's is crazy. yeah Wait, yes, because my mom and my dad is 50. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? My God, what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. 
So, yeah, so they're, like, from the late 60s, 70s-ish, early 70s. So they were with us. And then it was myself, my friend Steve, and Miguel. Um, But my family feud lineup, I feel like it has to be my family. So I feel like it would just be... Actually, no, I don't know if I'd want my mom on my family feud. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's not from here, so she doesn't understand a lot. Like, a lot of pop culture things are a lot of, like just colloquialisms like about america like i don't know if she'd get that Mm-hmm. so i don't know why i feel like an asshole but it i also feel like she'd be it doesn't have to be family sometimes they choose like friends i'm also like thinking this through and i'm like if i don't have her on my team she's gonna beat my ass like a, yeah, this is real is. like a real thing <sighs> fuck well then i guess i would have my family me my brother my mom and my dad and probably Miguel, or maybe you. Maybe Raph. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I'm helpful. I was like, maybe not so much Gary. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> okay. I love you. Just not enough to be on Family Feud. Yeah. We want to win. I want to feud with you, but not on Family Feud. <laughs> um, I have two different lineups. One okay. is my chaotic lineup. Oh, God. So this is the one where... Um, we're not going to win. <laughs> You're just here for a good time. Yeah. Um, so first up is Gary. Because Period. the first one is like the one that they have like hit the button. And I just know that he'll get flustered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing this happening. It's so funny. Um, the second one is Rathmini. Because I know that she'll get mad. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then the third one would be you. And then the fourth is me. And then the last one is. Oh, no, no. The fourth one is Boo Boo. Oh, God. My little sister. And then the last one is me. Because I'm just there to watch. Um, I'm not going to get to say anything. Because <laughs> we're not going to get a turn. But okay, but who's doing who's doing the last round where you have to get over 200 points? Oh. I don't know who's who would do that. Because for me, I'd be like me and my brother. It's two people? Yeah, because one person has okay, to Okay, I've never seen Family over. Food, y'all. So, (laughs) I've never seen this show. You dumb bitch. (laughs) I just know they got a lineup and you got to answer questions. Did you see the one with RuPaul? No. Did you? Oh my god, I'll just send you the link because it's like, he hits the button before Steve Harvey even answers the question and he makes up his own question. He's like, like, this is not how you play the game. That'd be me. (laughs) I'm like, what is blue? (laughs) I had to find it. Okay. Um, so that's my chaotic lineup. The lineup that I know that we might win is um, not in an, any order, but it would be me, Joa Ka, Tim, which is Joa's husband, and one of Tim's sisters, either Laura or Sarah. I They're both like pretty fierce and smart, so they can hash it out by themselves and argue that who's going to be on the team, but either like, one of them. I'm just here to look cute. I'm just yeah. here for the TV time. Yeah. No, because you know that um, Joa, Tim, and Tim's dad, and Tim's sister is on a curling team, and they're, like, actually very, very good, and their mom is not on the team because she's too good. 
Oh. Like, it's a beginner team, so you have to have, like, one... Only one person can have under, I think, like, seven or something? Or under five years of experience. And the mom and dad both have seven years. So she's, like, not allowed on the team because she's too fierce. Oh, they have the full episode. Oh, of the thing? Yeah, I'm going to watch that after this. Oh, my God. Okay. So that's my winning lineup. I don't know what the actual order would be, but that is my team. Big purr. Yeah. Let me see what else other questions I had. Oh, my gosh. Can I talk about feral children really quick? Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. Okay, so we watched the movie Barbarian. It's like this new horror movie that came out. Um, and we watched With it. With Justin Long? Yes, with Justin Long, okay. and um, of course you know he's fucking in it. God, okay. <laughs> I only know it because TikTok. Of course. Um, so Justin Long is in it. Bill Skarsgård, also known as the clown, it is in the movie, and then oh. this girl I don't know who she is, but apparently she's been in a couple of things. She's in a Black Mirror episode, apparently. Okay. Um, but they so it's about this girl who rents this Airbnb. Mind you, we're staying in an Airbnb while we're watching this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. um, basically, I don't want to like ruin the movie, but basically she rents this Airbnb. Bill Skarsgård apparently also rented this Airbnb, so they're another double booked. And they definitely use the fact that Bill Skarsgård is known as it, and it's like this really like scary-ish type of man to like make it unsettling. Mm-hmm. Um but in the end, like the true villain of this movie are men in general. Oh. Uh, but basically, in this in this house in the basement, there's like this long tunnel thing because this man was like using this as like a slave underground lair type of thing, and he basically inbred his children to make this super inbred feral child. And a feral child is someone that is secluded or has grown up in seclusion or with like very limited access with social interaction. Um, but yeah, apparently there are like so many cases of like feral children throughout, like, um, throughout history. The most common ones that you'll probably hear are like Tarzan or like Mowgli from like the jungle book, like the ones in literature. Um, but I was reading, apparently there's this woman that lives in California to this day. Her name is Jeannie and it's a very interesting read. I suggest reading up on it. I was very, um, that's what I spent half of the road trip doing on the way back. Uh-huh. I was reading about Jeannie, but she basically was like, she was the fourth child out of her parents, like the first two, um, the first two two children of her family like died for like health conditions or like health issues. Um, but her and her brother were raised in California. They're from Arcadia. Oh. Um, yes. And basically they like, raised her in like this like eight by ten room for like the first 12 years of her life and like she was chained to like a crib or like a chair or sometimes like a child toilet like she didn't know how to talk like she couldn't stand up straight her vision was like she could only see like 10 feet away because that's all her depth perception ever was um and like it was insane like it's very interesting um it's kind of what i've been obsessed with this last week it's just, like, reading up about feral children in, like, all these different cases. Because, like, you ever instances where children are, like, raised by animals? There was one that was, like, this boy was kicked out of his house at, like, a really early age. And he was, like, living under the house with the chickens. So he could only communicate in, like, um, box. And he would balk oh, okay. at people. So it's, like, very interesting. It's very sad and it's really fucked up. But, like, social, like, 
I'm I'm that girl that's in high school right now that's like I'm gonna be a psych major because I'm reading about all this crazy shit right now. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was reading about feral children. So one barbarian is a good scary movie. Um, it kind of goes back and forth a lot. Um, like I said, the true villain in that movie is Men in the Patriarchy. Um, if you want to know more, you just have to watch it. But it was a it was a good movie. But yeah, feral children have been kind of lit. Not lit, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it was fierce. It's laid. It was a great time. <laughs> um, have you read about that family in the South that is like super, super inbred? The one that live in the Appalachian Mountains? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched um, an interview with them on Soft White Underbelly a few times. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fucked up because like, I don't know how in-depth or how much you've read about them, but like, some of them a lot of them are inbred by choice like they're inbred because like their family abuses them and like sexually abuses them a lot of the time mm-hmm. um, from what i got and what i read in like interviews or saw in interviews mm-hmm. but yeah okay but there was also that family in california i don't know if you remember seeing this in the news i forget their names um but it was like a family somewhere in like southern california where they had like 12 14 kids and all their kids were, like, chained to their beds. They had, like, triple bunk beds. And one of the kids, like, broke out. And, like, the family went to jail. Or the parents went to jail, like, a couple years ago. I forget their name. And now I'm like, I need to look it up. Are they normal looking? Mm, they look kind of, like, they look kind of culty. Because hmm. I know that there was a story where, like, their parents would make them stay home. And then, like, their parents would go to work and then, like, they would have to, like, secretly text each other. Like, they would eat, like, crumbs off the floor or whatever. But I don't know what that was. Oh, the Captain Captivity? But that's not right. Okay. Anyway, um, anything else? We have a lot of topics, so we'll have to continue on our next episode. And some of these uh, that I wrote are just crazy. It's the Turpin family. The Turpin case. They had oh, 12 okay. kids. Um, they were, they moved to Paris, California. Oh, Paris is gross. My friends tell me that that's like the meth capital of California. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's all we have time for you guys. It's been, it's been a long time. (laughs) Yeah. It's been like almost 90 minutes. So we got to go. Period. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for catching up with us. Who knows what next week will be about? Probably some of the. We have a lot of topics we did not cover today. We have a lot of topics that we didn't cover, but we'll just have to wait. Yes. Well, thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.